Welcome from the deep. I am Mike Finder. And I am Book of Brett. And today we are talking about 2022's The Menu. I didn't know too much about this going into it. I, I think I had seen the trailer for this movie whenever, whenever I went and saw Violent Night in theaters. And I thought, mm -hmm. oh, that looks pretty interesting, but I did not remember anything about it. Uh, did you know yeah. anything going into this? No, no, I didn't know anything going into it um, until we were just looking for a movie to do. Um, Brittany knew about it, which I found out after I watched it without her. Um, and so I didn't know anything about it, though. <laughs> Was she pissed? Not happy. <laughs> Not happy. I, uh, I promised to go roller skating with her to make up for it. So I, I ran this by Nicole before I watched it without her because I knew that she had wanted to see it a lot as well. Yeah, I think maybe not knowing anything about this kind of made it better going yes. into it. Yes. Um, now, OK, I, I, I will say this. I looked uh, I was looking up stuff on uh, online about it, mostly like where to find it and everything. And all I saw was something about people getting together and a menu. And so going into this for a great deal of time, I thought we were going to see people get eaten. Like, I thought this was going to be like a cannibal horror movie. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 way not that. Yeah. But so I not only went into this knowing nothing or little to nothing, but what I did know was not anywhere close to what this movie actually is. Yeah, I mean, it's so funny, dude, I, as they have little hints at the beginning of this that uh, what's her face is noticing. Um, Anna, Anna, uh, Anna Tyler, Ta Joy. Taylor, Taylor, Joy. Yeah, Anya. I think it's Anya. Anya Taylor yeah, Joy. Anya. Um, there are little hints at what's to come, uh, like when the boat pulls away and when they close the door on her. Uh, there's little tiny hints here and there. Uh, and that was the moment I knew, and I have it written down here. I watch too many horror movies. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because, well, well, it's, I don't feel like it's even that. I feel like those are, those are uh, elements, tropes, whatever you want to call them that are in a lot of horror movies. Yes. But they're in a lot of horror movies because they work because they, right. from the very get go, they let you know something is way off here. Well, but they're very subtle. I will say that yeah. like, it's really yeah. subtle. And if you don't, if you don't watch as much horror, maybe as we do, they're not something that you, that you might notice. Um, yeah. but not knowing really anything about this going into it, noticing those small little things here and there, I really expected this to go off the rails at some point, even though I didn't yeah. know anything about it. Um, right. the cannibal thing had not occurred to me, uh, although that is pretty interesting. Um, and, and maybe, maybe more interesting than what actually happens. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe it's a Freudian slip. <laughs> but um, as we usually do, why don't you go ahead and give us a synopsis here? We'll jump over to IMDb. We'll start with our overall thoughts. We'll go into specifics. Then we'll talk about the ending. Then we will give our ratings, all of which will be down in the timeline under the chapters here. I also, before we get into this, actually, before you do that, I also want to mention uh, we do upload the audio for these podcasts on Spotify and other podcast apps. This is something we haven't been super stringent upon in the last year, um, but we do have an RSS feed. It's just from the deep um, and you can find us on Spotify, all that stuff. And if you are just listening to us on one of your podcast apps, make sure to go check out the, the, the video version of this on the YouTube channel from the deep. 
That is something we have not mentioned, I feel like, in probably mm-hmm. over a year. Um, yeah, it's and it's something that we really need to get better about. Uh, but yeah. OK, uh, now go ahead and give us the synopsis for the menu. So uh, I'm going to do this and the rest of the episode. I'm going to try to be as clean as possible because um, terms of service agreements. Um, but the movie is basically about a group of elitists who are going out to an island to enjoy what they think is going to be an amazing meal made by the world's best chef and then quickly find out that they are there for very different reasons. Yeah, it's a pretty good synopsis. Um, And then as we usually do, we'll jump over to IMDb at the podcast drive-in over here. The menu from 2022 rated R, an hour and 47 minutes. It has a 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, It's comedy horror thriller i think comedy is being, comedy. being a little generous there <laughs> there's there's jokes yeah there's I like two or three <laughs> yeah anyway go ahead go ahead uh it's directed by mark malloyd it was written by seth reese and will tracy it stars ray fines anya taylor joy and nicholas holt uh and then as well as i do want to say as well as several other Big name John actors Leguizamo, and actresses. Um, John Le- Paul Aberstein, I think, is his name. He was in uh, he was in Prison Break. Um, Adelstein. Um, I mean, uh, Judith Light. I mean, there's just there's a very good cast yes. in this movie. Yes, there is. Uh, and then the synopsis from IMDb: A young couple travels to a remote island to eat at an exclusive restaurant where the chef has prepared a lavish menu with some shocking surprises. Which, which is the closest I've ever gotten to IMDb's synopsis. It's true, actually, you, yeah. That you, was actually surprisingly close. You, usually, I say one thing, and then Mike, by carry, like IMDb through Mike goes, nah, dude. Well, no, I, this is actually what it was. That's one of the reasons <laughs> I like to read the IMDb synopsis, even though that you give us one every time, is because I think it's fun to see how you describe it versus what IMDb says with one sentence. I so. just feel like IMDb is just constantly going <laughs> stupid. No, this is what it's about. <laughs> okay, well, uh, why don't you give me your overall thoughts on this movie? Um, I, dude, I liked this a lot. I liked this a lot. This movie has a lot to say. It is, it, it is artistic from visual to conceptual. Um, it, it, it is written artistically. It's almost it almost plays out like a menu throughout the whole thing. And I don't know if that's because we do get these little place cards that say amuse bouche, first course, second course, all that stuff. Which, by the way, the last like two uh, meal, two or three meal descriptions are hysterical. Yeah, they are. Um, they're really really funny, but um. Overall, dude, I, I really, really liked this movie. I, I, I went into it trying to keep uh, trying to keep an open mind. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy has been in a lot of movies that I really like, and uh, she's great in horror. I, I would say she is one of the scream queens that we have right now, simply because she's not only in horror, but she does a great job in horror. Um, I mean, uh, Ralph Fiennes is always amazing. I mean... <laughs> I mean, between Schindler's List and Harry Potter, do you really need to say anything else about Ralph? I mean, there's a a lot more. Don't get me wrong. He's got a huge filmography. But, I mean, the dude's just amazing. Uh, John Leguizamo is funny in in this. Um, Tom Holt is great in this. Um, It's just, 
The whole thing is written very well. The character development is really good. And one thing I really, really appreciated about this is they did something that I really like in, in a lot of movies in general, where you know there's pre-existing drama with the characters on screen. And it's when done right, it's a thing that adds to the character development. And it's like these little like nuggets of things we get to find out along the way as the big picture plays out. I really, really appreciated that. Well, we have very, very different thoughts on this movie. Um, uh-huh. I struggled well, to wait, get wait, wait, through wait, wait, this. Wait, 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 wait. Before we say this, I want to I mention that last uh, Mike's last movie review is titled Something Something Incel. So, it's, I mean, it's you titled know. The New Year's Eve Incel Horror Movie, I think is what it's titled. So, so this is not a whose review is better. I just really want to really want to put that one out there. <laughs> well, okay. So, I mean, in theory, this movie is like right up my alley. Um, it's pretentious. It's I, I don't think I'd call it art house because this is a studio movie up and down. Um, is it pretend? Is it pretentious? Or do they use? I think it's hyper pretentious. Yes. See, I I, I took the pretentiousness of it, which is palatable. By well, the way, the pretentiousness well, me, is on, palatable. Let me, let me. I have the words pretentious drivel written here. Um, okay. Because as you said, this movie has a lot to say, uh, but it is not subtle about it at all. It hits the nail no. directly on the head, and it's what it's saying is directly in your face, and I hated that about it. Um, well, I, I that the, the one thing that I really like that I don't feel was as in your face. It's touched on by the characters themselves, but the uh, the, the lower class versus upper class aspect is uh, I, I really like that. And we don't really get to find that aspect of it out until after we found out what um, what's her what, what's Anya's character's name starts with an M. Help, uh, Margo. Help, help. Thank you, Margo. We don't really find we we don't really find out um, the like lower class versus upper class thing until like a little bit later on when we're also being shown kind of who Margo really is. Um, but the the other thing that I thought this th this didn't really mention at all. Um, it might just be a way that I interpreted it. There is a lot to see here in relation to grind culture because they don't really talk about grind culture in this movie. However, I think we see it whenever we see the way um, the, with the way chef is uh, now. And then when we kind of get this, when we get this look back into him being happy in the photo, when he's working at a burger joint, and then we get the first genuine smile out of him when he's cooking some, something simple for somebody for the sake of doing it. That's when we see like the most, the only genuine happiness we see out of him in this whole movie. And so I don't even know if they intended to really go after grind culture in this movie, but I think there is something to be said about it in this movie. Well, okay. I have a lot to say about this. So let me just start off by reading okay. my letterbox review, which by the way, my letterbox profile can be found in the description of this video. Um, I titled it Pretentious Drivel or Pretentious Masterpiece. I went into this knowing virtually nothing about it, but it was a real struggle to get through. I think the premise is okay, but it's too direct with what it's trying to say, and there's not enough subtlety. The chef comes off as a whiny baby, and I don't feel bad for him at all. I get what they're trying to say with everything, but it just comes off as pretentious drivel. 
The cinematography is great. The acting is amazing. The effects are good, but there's not enough subtlety for this to be meaningful in any way. As someone who worked in a kitchen for 10 plus years, I hated this. The chef made his own decisions in life at every turn, and he took zero responsibility for those decisions and blamed everybody else. What a You don't like your shit, your job as a chef? Find a new job. I, I hate it. I, I legit hated this. The main character is unlikable. The only people I semi like are is the main couple until the big twist. Uh, we are going to have spoilers in this, by the way. So heads up on that. Uh, I don't think there's a there's a way to talk about this movie in a meaningful way without spoiling this movie. Um, everyone is unlikable and I'm rooting for no one. And the chef is such a whiny little baby that I, I, I hated it. I hated it up and down and the best cinematography in the world and the best framing and composition is not good enough if I don't care about any of the people in them. And, and the only person I care about is Anya, Margot. Um, Anya, did I say that right? Is that right? Anya. Anya. Uh, she's the only one I cared about. Um, up and down, everyone else is unlikable and it made me not give a sh about what was happening at all. Well, I think that I, I think that's by design. Yes. I mean, not making you not Abs care. Absolutely. It, it's by design, but I don't think you have to. Um, but it's I mean, not, not by that design. That you don't have to. The, not the to say you don't the have chef, to. But the chef is the guy. They want you to see his point of why he's doing this. And he's the one that has all of the stuff to say that this movie is trying to tell you uh, about not um, only class, but about the food culture being a cult and and all of it. All of it is being said through him. But he's such a whiny little bitch about it that, that I, it's hard for me to take what he's saying seriously because he he takes zero responsibility for his own life and he blames everyone else for his problems and the way that he feels and he takes no responsibility and it drove me crazy um i i mean yeah he's a yes and, yeah yes and oh he's totally a dickhead. but um as somebody like I, I've, I've worked in five-star restaurants before and i've seen chefs like this yeah no i know um, I, it's not about him being not realistic it's right. about him not taking responsibility for his own choices. And then because right. he hasn't taken any responsibility for those choices, he turns and does and does this crazy shit that he decides to do. Not to mention how you're going to get a whole bunch of people who have who strive for perfection and a whole kitchen full of people to go along with this. It's yeah, it's bananas and it's unbelievable right. up and down. But uh, that's the main problem I had with this is that the chef, he just. I, I just don't, I just don't like him. And the decisions that he's making through every step of the way is just unbelievable and whiny and pretentious and crying. And I like pretentious art house stuff. I, I almost always like pretentious art house stuff, but this was a real f struggle to get through, dude. The premise is okay. But other than that, I don't know. I, um, I, I, I mean, I don't think you were supposed to like him. It's, um, no, I, I, no, he's, I know, he's, 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 the, he's the villain. Yes, abs and so, absolutely. I'm but, not, I'm not saying you didn't realize that. But I'm what just he's saying, trying I, to say is there's no subtlety in what he's trying to say. And because there's no subtlety, they basically lay out why he's doing this completely instead of, I, I feel like they didn't think the audience was smart enough to understand what they were trying to say about class and food and chefs and and restaurants and consumerism and capitalism and all of that shit. 
They have to lay it out in front of you in, in a way that makes me feel like they think the audience is dumb as shit. Well, okay, uh, let's let's look at it this way. If you have somebody who is um, in their position um, and uh, in in the chef's position, and they want to explain why they feel a certain way to somebody, because the way he explains it, or the the um, the the um, uh, where he explains it, is in a very like personal one on one conversation. And I've had uh, many conversations with people when I worked in the service industry uh, about the things that bothered me, and there wasn't like there wasn't nuance to what I was saying. And so I think a lot of it might be, um, and again, this is all interpretation. This is all subjective, but I think a lot of it is more, he's explaining the, why he's doing what he's doing and the way that he feels and what's bothering him to Margot in a way that you normally would in a regular conversational way to someone who doesn't, isn't aware of everything that's going on behind the scenes. Now, don't get me wrong. I can take. I can see how it can be taken um, in in the aspect of film as a gross exposition. That's what I was going to say. Is when you're explaining that to somebody how you feel, it's a conversation. When you're right. making a a movie, especially one that tries to be as pretentious and artistic as this one does, uh, you have to do it with some subtlety. And when you just hit, when you just hit people over the head with the exposition hammer, there's no subtlety there. And and mm -hmm. it's. And it made me feel like they thought the audience was too stupid to understand it. Well, I mean, I, again, I can see that I, I didn't get that from it, but I guess I can see how, you know, it might be taken that way. Um, one thing I do want to talk about is uh, where you talked about how uh, nobody, nobody in this movie is likable. Um, and that, I mean, it's very obviously done by design, but it's the reason I feel that way, because I felt the exact same way. And what it does, what it, what ends up happening for me personally when that happens is if I'm already kind of into the movie, it sucks me in further because I get to see what's going to happen to these people. Now, um, they're not the, the the payoff to what happens to them is pretty much what we're explained throughout the whole movie, which is everybody's going to die tonight. That's that, that that's not there's no secret to that whatsoever. However, these people are supposed to be the embodiment of the elite piles of society. And so the fact that I liked them so little was actually a quality I enjoyed. But see, but see, you saying that is the exact same thing as rich people looking down their nose at poor people, except it's the flip side. And you enjoying them being tortured and stuff like that. I don't find any joy in that because it's just the flip side of everything they're trying to say is wrong. I mean, yeah. And, and when I and, and the other part of it is, is when I don't care about anybody in the movie, I don't care about what happens to them. And so okay. the way that you're saying it, it brings you more into the film, it pushed me further away from it because mm -hmm. not only do I not care about who they are as people, I don't care about what happens to them. And then the whole thing is outside of how stuff unfolds. It's extremely predictable all the way through. And so there yeah. is no shocking surprise at all um even a little bit and and i felt like i knew everything that was going to happen every single step of the way um because it's just too f explained the whole time and so it just well, it just made me feel bored like i was bored that's fair all the way through this yeah no i just uh i don't know i think the um the the, the predictability for me it wasn't an issue because 
this movie is clearly more about uh, sending a message and um, um, pointing out flaws in certain systems that exist. Right, um, but so, just like you and I had a conversation about Candyman on the phone the other day, all it does is point it out. That's all it does. There's no, there, there's like no solution. There's no other, like showing it from the other side or anything. All it does is point it out. And, and I get that at some, in some films, you can, you can kind of be like, okay, this is raising a problem that I didn't know exist in documentaries and such. Um, with this, I am so, you and I are both have spent so much time in kitchens that, that I know all of these problems already exist. I am well aware of that. And so they're not showing me anything that I didn't know existed. And they're just pointing this thing out like, hey, look at this. And so and so for me, again, this is a for me thing. Um, it mm. just was boring. There was nothing well, they, new about what they're trying to say because they're hitting you over the head with a sledgehammer exposition wise and plot wise. Right. Right. Well, I, well, it, it, the I mean, the kitchen issues I don't think are a big, I mean, we, enough people have seen Gordon Ramsay shows and, and, and stuff like that. I don't think the kitchen issues, um, th those are just there. No, I'm as talking about more, more of the, the capitalism and, and the class oh, okay, okay, and, okay. and all the other stuff that they're trying to touch on. I get all sure. of that. And I don't want anybody to think that like all that stuff escaped me because it's very apparent in this movie, what they're trying to say. It, there, there's almost no room for interpretation on any of that which is, I, I think, a bigger problem in the movie. Um, it doesn't allow you to decide what's right and what's wrong. Um, it just, it just, there's no room for interpretation of right and wrong in this movie. And so mm -hmm. it, it, it just, it just felt shallow. Does that make sense? Uh, it does, but I don't agree with you. I don't, I, I don't agree that it, that, that it was shallow. Um, I don't think it's got some like insane depth or anything like that, but um, I do... Let's put it this way. A big part of why I enjoyed this movie is because it it does touch so heavily on things that I personally that, that are personal issues for me as well. Things that um, I th that I hold to heart. Such um, as. And so in, uh, uh, such as the 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 elitism, the uh, the 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 uh, the rich, rich people not being able to appreciate things that are being done for them. But the everybody the knows I that. I'm like, aware of it. A... I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I, but being aware of it, whenever, whenever you're watching something that aligns with something you agree with, not the murder aspect, obviously, but when you're watching something that's touching on something that you agree with, something you're passionate about, you're gonna enjoy it more inherently. Okay, but, and so but that to might be, be... To, to, to be upfront, I agree with everything that they were saying in this as well. Oh, yeah, but no, I don't think you're like some elitist that, But that doesn't make it clever. Well, it doesn't have to be clever to be entertaining, though. But it's trying so hard to be pretentious and art house-like and, and clever that that's what bothered me about it. It's not. Well, see, that, and, and again, that's, that, that's where I disagree. I, I, I think the pretentiousness is more um it, it's not being it's, pretentious i think it's hang on i don't think it's being pretentious i think it's using pretentiousness yeah i that, com i completely agree i completely agree um and so that again that to me it's a very snarky film um and it's snarky about things that i'm very cynical uh, negative about um and so again 
I think it may have drawn me in more because these are the things that like genuinely like piss me off. And so I was more I was more into that. I was more into the messages it was trying to send than maybe how it was made as a film overall, while still appreciating what it was doing as a film. Because, I mean, we also have to agree, it it throws in these little elements of uh, food videography. And what I mean by that is like when I worked on a cooking show and we would have to do like B-roll of like the dishes and everything after the chef got done making everything. Um, And you see that a lot on food shows. And so I really felt like it was using that and like and we've got the title cards for the dishes. Everything is very, very snarky. So it's almost to me, it felt like it was almost like laughing in the face of these things that only a small percentage of the population get to really enjoy while simultaneously taking grant, taking them for granted. And so that to me, that to me was clever. It might not be ingenious. It might not be groundbreaking, but I still think there's something clever in the writing here. Um, okay. So a couple things on what you just said, to be clear, you and I have known each other for a very long time and you know mm-hmm. damn well how I feel about elitism and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. Oh, yeah. I, you and yeah. I are on the I'm same not... page about all of that. Um, I yeah, yeah, and that's, I want to make that clear. Again, I'm not saying Mike is some like elitist dick or anything like that. That's, that's, that's not what I'm saying at all. Well, no, I know. But my, my point is I am on the same page as you about all of that stuff. And yet I took it in a completely different way. Um, so maybe there, maybe there's more, le- more up for interpretation than you thought there was. N- not necessarily because I, and, and when I said interpretation, I, m- I meant the interpretation of right and wrong within this movie, not necessarily oh, okay, all of that okay. stuff. Yeah. yeah um, okay. What's interesting is that because we feel the same way and we took it two different directions, uh, that is interesting. But I also, as far as not a lot of people knowing about this stuff that exists within fine, fine dining and and restaurants and kitchens in general. Um, maybe it's because I'm just so desensitized to all of that stuff. And, Mm. and I just don't care about any of it. Um, and that I find it to be super pretentious anyway. And yes, they're using the pretentiousness in a way that shows what they're trying to say. You're talking about the pretentiousness of fine dining. Yes. I um, absolutely they're, they're agree using, with you. Yeah, they're they're using pretentiousness in a way uh, in this movie that that says something, but they're also being pretentious about it. Um, on the other end, with film, and 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 it bothers me a lot because looking down at rich people, looking down at poor people, and all the classism and stuff that's in this movie, um, it goes both ways. And poor sure. people looking up at rich people up is a term, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah poor people looking down upon rich people because they've been handed everything is the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing that makes you hate rich people. And it makes people hypocrites because just because they have no, they have no more say in, in what they were given or what they were born with or any of that other stuff than poor people do. And to look down on somebody because of that is the exact same thing. Okay. Okay. So, um, if that's what you took from what I said, no, 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 that's misspoke. what I took from this movie. Okay, so um, the way I took it, and again, this could be me, you know, injecting my own ideas and uh, and, and passions, oh, me and, too, for um, sure. and whatever into <laughs> for it. Sure. Um, I don't think this is talking about looking uh, down slash up at rich people. I think that because they're rich, 
more the ones who are and the way they act and use it. Uh, yeah. That's how I took it. But I, I'm, yeah. I'm talking about more of the guy who wrote this. <laughs> like the guy that wrote this clearly has those views. Um, and, and so making that point of like rich people look down at poor people and look at how awful Some. the classism there is. It's the same thing. And I think it's, but that's what I'm saying is I, I think it's talking about not all rich people, but all rich people that think they're God's gift to the world. Um, that, that, that's how I took it anyway. I, I mean, I, I mean, maybe, because, but, but all because, of that plays because, into the chef because the chef is the, the chef is such a dickhead and he, but he has made and these, rich, but he's also made these decisions that led him here to make him hate not only his career, but his life, his customers, all of it. He's made those decisions. And then when he gets there, he's looking around going, look at how much they've made me shit on my own art. And look at how far I've come from the hamburger stand and all of this while simultaneously um, being made rich and mm -hmm. given fame and all mm -hmm. of that stuff. You, you can't have it both ways. And it made me feel like he's a little crybaby Oh, he, he is, and I want to make it clear, at no point in this movie, I was like, oh, he used to be happy. Like, no, that that never happened <laughs> once. But right. again, I, I, I didn't take it in that way. I, I took it in the only person we're supposed to like in this, uh, as far as from their character, is Margot. She's the right. only one we're supposed to like. And honestly, for a little bit, I even liked Tyler because, but in more of a kind of pity kind of way, because he comes off as this character who really wants to be a foodie and he's not pretentious, but he wants to fit in with that crowd. Yeah. And, but at the same time, we get the, this sprinkling of the dude really cares about food and he's really passionate about food and uh, and again what you were saying about that is like there is i don't know if it was meant to be in there but i did take this as like oh i i i have an even less lesser opinion of of fine dining than than i did before um but i i i liked i even liked him for for a certain moment and then um and then didn't it just um, but but the thing is it's like this movie is trying so hard to be like, isn't fine dining pretentious nonsense? It's like writing a movie about yachting and then expecting <laughs> to have this big, like, isn't yachting pretentious? Isn't that crazy? Like, it's the same thing. Of course, yeah. that's the whole yeah. point of the entire culture over there and, yep. and, or art or any of it. And it's just to, to point it out is just so like, duh, it, it just, it's not, I don't know. It just didn't come off as smart. Or, or intellectual or even interesting to me in that way. And that's the whole point of this movie is to point all of that stuff out. But when you're pointing mm. stuff out that is so glaringly obvious and just duh, it just it just doesn't work in, in, for me. That's fair. I don't know. Like, like I said, I, um, I, uh, it, the movie did have a lot to say, things that I really agree with. Um, the fact that um, it can even be so polarizing, I think, is something uh, that you know, it deserves merit for. Um, but overall, I, uh, yeah, I, I, like, I, I, sorry. Uh, no, for, go, go, for go instance, ahead. the mess, 
Um, the, the mess was a point where I kind of really checked out on this. Um, because <laughs> it's, first of all, it's super obvious what's about to happen, and I don't think they're trying to hide it. Um, but it's, it, it just, like, when everyone is shocked at what he does, I, I saw it coming from so far away that it wasn't shocking to me. Um, but at the same time, it's too, it's hitting the, the, what this movie is trying to say. It, it's too, it's hitting the nail directly on the head and is so in your face about what it's trying to say. Like he's giving his life for these people, for their enjoyment, for the evening and to the culture of food and to the cult of food and trying to give his life to become more like the chef and all of that stuff. It's just so in your face about it that it's not, it just didn't come off as I don't know. I'm just repeating myself at this point, but does that uh, make sense? No, I I, th I think that scene in particular, um, I don't know. I, I again, I didn't take that from it um, as far as like him killing himself for the sake of the food. Um, no, I, not for the I, food, for the lifestyle and trying to become right, a chef right, right, and, right, and all that. Right. Stuff. Yeah, um, I took it. I took him killing himself as more of um, a everybody knows they're going to die already. And so he's just like a moving piece in a bigger plan. Right. Uh, and then I also took it as maybe um, he knows he's not so great and that's all he ever wanted, which does kind of tie into what you're saying, I guess, now that I've just said that out loud. Um, but um, I, th I thought he, I didn't think it was shocking because I, I didn't know how he was going to do it, but I knew that dude was going to die. Either right. the chef was going to kill him or he was going to kill himself. I, I didn't expect I, he, the chef to kill him, to be fair. I thought the, I thought the chef was going to kill him. Um, and yeah, I, uh, I don't know. That, 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 that scene to me was more of a, uh, a catalyst piece uh, than, uh, than a more meaningful piece. Um, maybe I missed something. That's, that's totally possible. It happens. I tune out sometimes. Well, no, that, it definitely is. It's, it's a precursor to what is going to happen for the rest of the evening, and, and especially even with the, the chopping of the finger and all that stuff. Um, that the mess is the thing that leads us into all of that. And it's this arguably the start of act two. Um, mm. and, and, and I get all of that, that it's moving our plot along so that we can get to the more meaningful stuff, but it's just a perfect example of being too blatant and too obvious with what you're trying to say and making me feel like the director and the writers didn't feel like the audience was smart enough to get what they're trying to say. So they have mm. to just spell it out for you. Like, and it's, and it's the conversation and the monologue from Ray Fiennes at the beginning of that whole thing. All of it is just so duh, 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 that it just, it pissed me off more than it did anything else. Cause it's just like, yeah. trust the audience to understand what's happening. You don't need to lay this out for me so much. Well, I think if this is, if, if, we're, if we take anything from this, this movie is a very good lesson in subjectivity. I mean, I guess, yeah. I, that, I think it is. For sure. I yeah, think I, I, I agree I, with that. I, th I think it is because you and I took very different things from this movie, and we appreciated um, a different quantity of things and quality of the quantity of things of this movie. Um, and so, I think that's definitely a redeeming quality, personally. Okay. Well, I mean, we're not going to come to any agreement here, I don't think, because this is like. Um, I think we just see this too differently. I think this is mm -hmm. like, um, which, like isn't you said, issue, which isn't a problem. No, no, not at all. And I think some of our best conversations and best, best podcasts have come 
from us seeing a movie in dramatically different ways. Um, but okay, well, why don't you go ahead and give me your final thoughts and your rating on this movie, unless you have anything else you want to add before we get to that. Uh, no, no, there isn't. Um, no, I think this, I really liked it. Uh, I, I, th I thought everything was really well done. There are some uh, plot holes that maybe I'm a little bit more aware of now than when I um, watched it initially. Um, however, I still maintain that I really liked this movie. I liked, for the most part, what it was trying to say. There were a couple things um, that we just don't have time to really touch base on that I was kind of like, eh, I could have done without that. But overall, I thought it was really fun. Uh, I think it's definitely worth a watch. And I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Wow, that's actually lower than I thought you were going to give it. That's surprising. I, I, I feel like I've been giving out a lot of eight and nines lately, and I feel like it, it, it's starting to feel like maybe I just like everything. That's funny. And I can't really, I feel like I can't really be taken seriously if I'm like, everything's wonderful. I mean, that's, that's fair. Um, all right. Well, I, I kind of feel like, um, <laughs> this does have a lot to say, but, uh, the way it goes about saying it is a little bit too it's just not subtle enough and when you're not subtle in a movie that is trying to use pretentiousness and and the vibe of an art house movie um art house thrives on subtlety and and the things that you don't say <laughs> maybe and, that's why i liked it <laughs> and, and, <laughs> that's a good point yeah but but art house thrives on subtlety and the things that you don't say and and leaving things up for interpretation is part of what makes generally what makes movies like this stand out to me. When you tell me exactly how I should feel about the situation and, and hit me over the head with um, that I already know is going on in the world, but you don't offer any solutions or any other points of view with it. It just feels one sided and heavy handed. And for me, that is the biggest problem with this movie is there is no subtlety or room for interpretation. Now we, we took it in very different ways. And I will say the subjectivity, like you said, that's really interesting that we can both have the exact same point of view on the world and then watch this movie and interpret it in very different ways. But as far as the interpretation of right and wrong and, and things that they're trying to say in this movie, like I've said before, capitalism, consumerism, uh, the restaurant industry, elitism. fine dining, elitism, all of it. All, I agree with everything that this movie is saying but it's just not saying it in a meaningful enough way for me to actually care about the stuff that they're saying. And my takeaway from it was not, wow, this is a real problem. My takeaway was, was, wow, they really didn't trust their audience to understand what they're trying to say. So they just had to bludgeon you to death with what they're saying. And that's an issue for me. I think that's, I think that's a really big issue, especially like, like you said, they're trying to use pretentiousness in a way that suits what the, what the message of this movie is. Um, and, and I think that would have helped it enormously. Um, mm. so for me, this is a four out of 10, it, the best cinematography in the world can't save a good, can't save a bad script or something True. that I'm, that I'm not interested in. And, and I, because I don't like any of these characters, um, Margo's okay, but because I don't care about any of them or their struggle, um, I don't care about what happens in this at all. So it's a four out of 10 for me. Fair enough. So, um, I mean, you're wrong, but fair enough. <laughs> and that's, that's what's so great about movies is that we can watch the same movie and come away with two very different opinions about it. Yep. Especially 100%. movies like this. 100%. So, um, am I full of shit? let me don't, 
let me know down in the comments because I know that I am a, probably in the minority of this of thinking this way about this movie. It would be really interesting to hear what you guys have to say. So let us know down in the comments what you guys have to say and how you felt about this movie, because uh, I'm sure it's very different than what I'm saying and maybe closer aligns to what Brett has been saying. Um, but if you like this, make sure you hit the like button. If you really liked it, make sure you hit the subscribe button because we got a lot more content like this on this channel. I do want to say thank you to all of the new subs that have been coming in lately. Uh, it's been insane to watch the channel grow the last month or so. It's been really cool. Uh, I know last month we did miss a week and that was because I ended up going into the hospital. Brett was out of town. Uh, it was a weird month last month. And, and our whole goal for this year is to really hit the ground running hard with this channel. And so we've got a lot of really cool plans for this next year. And it would be awesome if you hit the subscribe button and came on that ride with us. Um, you got anything else to say before we get out of here? No, no. Uh, as far as, the, you know, you mentioned the subscribers. These are the videos that I think are going to be really, really interesting in the comments section as we get bigger and more and more people are more interactive to actually see like what side of the aisle people fall on. Yeah. Um, I want people to be able to voice those in a constructive way. You know who you are. <laughs> And so I think it'll be a lot of fun to see like what side of the aisle uh, people fall on as we get bigger, because obviously the more subscribers we have, the more we're going to get a lot of comments and stuff like that. And uh, yeah. I just I think that's going to be really cool. So, all right. Thank you guys for watching. If you made it all the way to the end of this uh, podcast and we will see you guys next time from the deep. Bye bye. Pause.